0: Uh, my name is Wendy Brockhouse, I'm the curator of the Open Table, and um, welcome to our Christmas Eve Eve service. Um, our format tonight is going to be a little different. Instead of having one guest, teacher, or speaker, we're going to have three people from our community sharing reflections, followed by uh, a moment of silence, and a song. So that's we're going to do that three times throughout the course of the evening. And... Um, Hear the story um, of Mary from the book of Luke. Mary said, My soul proclaims your greatness, O God, and my spirit rejoices in you, my Savior. For you have looked with favor upon your lowly servant, and from this day forward, all generations will call me blessed. For you, the Almighty, have done great things for me, and holy is your name. Your mercy reaches from age to age for those who fear you. You have shown strength with your arm. You have scattered the proud in their conceit. You have deposed the mighty from their thrones and raised the lowly to high places. You have filled the hungry with good things, while you have sent the rich away empty. You have come to the aid of Israel, your servant, mindful of your mercy, the promise you made to our ancestors, to Sarah and Abraham and their descendants forever.
1: What deep sorrow and anticipation I carry in this body as I make the trek across foreign lands, unknown of what I will find on the other side of this search for refuge. I, Maria, am a new mother, forced to flee with my newborn son Jesus in one arm and a tattered bag with our belongings in the other. His life is a reminder of the miracle my body is capable of. And so I continue to put one foot in front of the other, calloused and tired. For I know there is much this child will teach me in his lifetime when we've reached new lands. I no longer feel like I'm from here nor there, ni de aquí ni de allá. Society doesn't pay much attention to a woman like me, a low-status refugee unwed mother. We women have to fight to be seen, though we carry resiliency deep in our bones. The grief of leaving our ancestral homeland lingers heavily in the air. There's an unspoken mourning among everyone on the caravan when you're forced to choose between the lesser of two evils for the sake of your safety. I've heard we're not wanted on the other side, that we're unwelcome strangers, sought after by higher powers and that that feeds propaganda to the masses in order to stay in control. Will my child ever know life outside of detention centers and being labeled an alien? Will the thousands of miles of fleeing from danger only greet us with tear gas on the other side? Why is it that fear fuels hate until we no longer see one another? Are we too busy drowning in our own noise and illusions of security? Will I, Maria, have risked everything and have offered up my life to make this journey? Not because I chose this path, but because of a fierce hope for an alternative way, for future generations to come. My life story of struggle, mystery, deep joy with sorrow, brings a new form of consciousness people aren't ready to hear from their comfortable seats. I rejoice in my body being broken open for this child. My spirit is strong, for love divine has carried us forth and has taught me the sanctity of motherhood, a deep love that flips the script and does not build walls of hostility, but instead shows us the sacred way of welcoming the stranger. So we're going to do things a little bit different this evening. Someone at your table is going to now proceed to blow out one of the three candles on your table. So if you want to go ahead and do that. And I invite you to reflect in silence on this question. Does love have an open door? In what areas of our lives can we deepen our welcome of the stranger? Uh-huh.
2: Good evening, my name is Mika. I am going to be speaking to you guys about Mary as a mother. Mother is the name of God in the mouths of hearts and children. William Thackeray. Mary was a mother whose people had survived slavery a mother who faced discrimination and who was helpless to protect her own son from the injustices and brutality of the policing systems of her day. Our mothers are instinctively engineered to protect, nourish, and love us unconditionally. Imagine being a mother who was forced to stand back and watch your child be incarcerated, persecuted, murdered, and brutalized without recourse. This is an all-too-familiar story, not very far removed from our present-day reality. It's the tale of all mothers who mourn the loss of innocence. This is a poem called Lullaby for Black Boys. Go chase your dreams, black boys, chase your dreams. Go chase your dreams, black boys, sleep in peace. Wake up to live your destinies. Walk the streets and hoodies free go chase your dreams black boys chase your dreams go chase your dreams black boys sleep in peace wake up to live your destinies. walk the streets in hoodies free this is the lullaby for black boys who slumber restlessly tonight and those who sleep forever whose mothers weep inside their dreams are playing horrifying scenes visions of bloody black boys bodies severed must Our sons become apparitions before they even have a chance to form their own ambitions. If Lady Justice had her own black son, she'd drop that scale and blindfold, tear her robe and mourn for what she's done, my son. Let these words embrace you like your mother's arms on restless nights when it seems your day will never come. Don't lose sight though darkness surrounds you, son. Shine your light, stay the path until the morning comes. Until it comes, let us stand that we may someday see the day when all black boys can sleep in peace and then wake up to live their destinies and walk the streets in hoodies free to chase their dreams. Go chase your dreams, black boys, chase your dreams. Go chase your dreams, black boys, sleep in peace. Wake up to live your destinies. Walk the streets in hoodies free. Go chase your dreams, my son, chase your dreams. Go chase your dreams, my son, sleep in peace. Wake up to live your destiny. Walk the streets in hoodies free. As you blow out the second candle on your table, I would like you to reflect upon this question. In what ways does Mary's wounds as a a mother inform our call to justice?
3: My soul sings in gratitude. I'm dancing in the mystery of God. The light of the Holy One is within me, and I am blessed, so truly blessed. This goes deeper than human thinking. I am filled with awe at love whose only condition is to be received. The gift is not for the proud, for they have no room for it. The strong and self-sufficient ones don't have this awareness. For those who know their emptiness can rejoice in love's fullness. It's the love that we are made for, the reason for our being. It fills our inmost heart space and brings to birth in us the Holy One. I have become quite infatuated with Mary. As a child, I did not have the chance to get to know her in my church, and I find that I am now making up for lost time. Near my home, I used to visit her periodically. A marble statue, shining white, slender, gentle, always calm. I loved her even there, but I knew it was missing her truth. I began to look for her elsewhere in churches, cathedrals, and in the most beautiful spiritual houses. Again she gazed peacefully but coldly and I knew she was not there. I continued to search in paintings and images and books and texts. I found bits and pieces of her but nothing seemed to contain her full truth. It was only when I spent time at dusk in the woods in the dirt and in the earth near the water and the creatures of the trees that I began to see her in her fullness for she has known dust to dust and descent into darkness more than most. I've thought long about this song of Mary's. I've thought about both the fear and the hope that she must have held in this liminal space, this darkness, this place of waiting as she nurtured this provocative child in her womb. I've wondered if she knew anything about the journey ahead of her, that her young body would soon break to burn the sun, and her heart would later shatter to bury him. As we too wait in Advent, maybe head deep into the woods, as the leaves have left the trees with their branches bare and vulnerable. Find Godmother in the dark and in the cold. Find the life that is dormant and waiting to come forth, and find the creatures that help to usher it in. Breathe deeply, be still, know that God, that she, is ever near. As you blow out the third candle, think of this question, where is life lying dormant but is waiting to come forth in
0: you? three reflections we've sung some songs and we'll be singing our final song in a few minutes Um, but before we get there we want to have a little more conversation at our tables now that all the lights have been extinguished in a moment I'm going to ask you to find a partner or two and um, discuss this question which is just what is spoken to you tonight and why What has spoken to you tonight and why? We'll give you about, I'm going to say about eight or nine minutes. So, groups of two or three. What has spoken to you tonight and why? (laughs) And once you're ready to talk, Here's here's the final step. (laughs) Once you're ready to talk, I invite you um, to come up, and we have a box of single candles right here. So I invite you and your partners to light your candles and have a conversation. So, candle lighting then conversation. All right, I invite you to come back to the larger group. Conclude your thoughts. I'm appreciative of all of the Women who shared their reflections tonight. Thank you, Victoria, Nika, Sarah. Um, appreciate you taking the time to reflect and um, be authentic about your own stories and how Mary's story interacts with that. There aren't a lot of congregations in Christianity that would invite women to speak mm-hmm. on the biggest, one of the biggest church holidays of the year. Um, and I want to say thank you to this community for um, your participation, your commitment to learning, your engagement, and your, um, your action throughout this series on the Sacred Feminine. Um, we pray it has been empowering to all of us, regardless of whether we are male, female, or somewhere in between. Um, and we pray that in the new year, the power of Mary goes with you. In your on your program, there's something we're calling a modern magnificat. It's another version of the magnificat that I read earlier, and we're going to read this together. Um, I'll read the parts um, that are not in bold. If you will read the bold sections, I can't contain my excitement about this. Out of all people, God noticed me, a poor, pregnant teenager. <laughs> God's love is so much greater than I can even imagine. God showed divine love for everyone, even those society despises. God knows Black Lives Matter. Refugees and immigrants are God's beloved. God lifts up those who are preyed upon by corrupt, corrupt politicians, the hungry, the ones brutalized by the police and ICE, the families without health care. God has each us to
2: the table to our story to be heard, to be heard and
0: heard. The power-hungry perpetrators who care only about their agendas don't have the last word. I can sense the holy presence holding me and all the children close faithfully liberating us. God. Amen. Amen.